The man who discovered the blood moons is here with us. This is not good. This is one bucket wow. of pancakes. The man of the toupee. He's on the front page of New York There's no respect for white European males anymore. Stop deep diving into Roger Stone for like the past six hours. I'm ready oh, <laughs> to kill myself. It's so <laughs> Is he in Borat too? I'm having a blast, dude. I, I'm deep diving in, into like Bolivian like stuff. But that's like cooler though. At least that you we know that ends happy. Kind of cool <laughs> for Stone now. For like we're, as we're recording it, in two weeks, who knows? It could be like a fucking coup, but now. Roger Stone, that does not end happy. I don't, unless he dies by Sunday. I don't know. Don't be positive. Uh, be, that would be so cool. If, like, <laughs> his tattoo just, like, like just, like, crawled out of his back. Like and the then ring? Just, like, <laughs> assassinated him. Like, it's just, like, I was watching this, this documentary about him, and they described him as a muscular dandy, which was my favorite thing. <laughs> was that Netflix one? Yeah, the Get Me Roger Stone one. Yeah, there's they like a lot in that Johnny where they Bravo. just. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I had nothing important to say. Oh. Cool. I said that's what they call Johnny Bravo, a muscular dandy. Speaking of uh, nothing important to say, hey everyone, this is the Spin Doctrines <laughs> podcast, the podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it. Whoa! All right. <laughs> <laughs> This is our uh, first uh, bonus episode, and as you can tell, Amador's ripping big fat bongs <laughs> on the pod. <laughs> Wet, juicy so... bongs. I'm a bong Salazar. <laughs> oh, fuck, I didn't even say my name. I'm Travis Reyes. I'm Kenny Van. I'm Amador Salazar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these are going to be like these are going to be more relaxed episodes than our other ones, which aren't really that structured to begin with. So, <laughs> buckle up. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to do a quick recap of uh, what happened in the week. Uh, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani got uh, cut jerking off for the Borat. Jeffrey Tubin <laughs> got caught jerking off on a <laughs> fucking Zoom, and. Um, yeah, speaking of Jeffrey Tubin, I don't want to get into that too long. I think this sums it up um, about what happened. Here is uh, Orenthal James Simpson's reaction to the news. Damn, Jeffrey Tubin? At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X rated movie theater. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I like this. This is very. This is a very good observation. I mean, <laughs> if you're in, if you're in like a sex theater, you know, 
pulling out your junk and then just, you know, beating off. That's normal. That's par for the course. You know, that's going to happen. But, you know, over a Zoom call, not so much. I also, like that O.J. Simpson gets Zoom etiquette. It's good. Also, I like that all O.J. Simpson's references are from the year that he murdered his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's me, O.J., the murderer. This is, is like Pee Wee Herman, the guy who was famous when I was a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say a lot more famous people have been caught jerking off since then. <laughs> Louis could have done Louis. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, that's he, too hot for for like OJ. Like he has to. I mean Jeffrey Tubin. Like the name is funny. Like he was beating he, off over he, Zoom. That's Pee Wee Herman's funny. OJ yeah. killed his wife and <laughs> got away with it. <laughs> Aren't like didn't like his lawyers? Some of his lawyers represent like Trump in the like impeachment trial. Uh, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So OJ should like uh, not talk about things like it seems like. Uh, his name's just linked to like a lot of bad shit, murder, the impeachment trial, um, taking those two guys hostage over his like merch. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Naked Gun. He was in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so that's Jeffrey Tubin. I don't, we shouldn't go too deep into that because OJ said all that needs to be said. But uh, yeah, Rudy Giuliani got caught. Uh, he got pranked by Borat into touching his dick. Wow, wow, we were. Then uh, got mad and said that uh, Borat is attacking him because he's trying to stop him from taking down Hunter Biden. <laughs> which rules that he's like Borat's trying to sabotage me from doing the work of the Lord <laughs> take it down he's, the Joe Biden crime family he's so old and like so riddled with COVID that like nothing that he does like is coherent anymore so he truly believes this I'm they, sure of it I mean their, their story too is like about the Hunter Biden like it's obviously a hack like why do you have to come up with like oh a hundred Flew across the country to drop off his laptop at some QAnon guy's laptop. Yeah, I want to talk about that because I don't know what's going on with that because I really don't care. But from what I understand is some random person dropped off a laptop and then the guy fixing it just went on and looked at all the personal information, which, I don't know, doesn't seem like something they do. (sighs) No, it, from what I understand, it has, like, any of the stuff that, like, has to do with Burisma is, like, stuff that we already knew about. And then the rest of it's just, like, pictures of Hunter Biden, like, smoking. I guess there's, like, pictures of him smoking crack and, like, fucking people. It's like, oh, that's That's, that's cool. cool <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw a thing that leaked last night that was, like, a Hunter, Di- uh, Hunter Biden allegedly had, like, a diamond. Like, a, a stolen diamond. At some oh, point, shit. I was like, you guys are trying to make look like this criminal, but you're making him look like uncut gems. He's just, like, doing blow <laughs> and, like, cheating on his wife and having stolen diamonds. He's literally, un- it, you're, he's, un- you're, Hunter Biden is uncut gems, so he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> it feels like, like, maybe if Biden, Biden wins, like, Hunter releases his OnlyFans and this country just, like, lights a flame. <laughs> 
I think that Joe Biden like, should subscribe. like drop out and just be like, clearly Hunter's the star. I subscribe to Hunter Biden's OnlyFans <laughs> just to see what he does. I pay like five bucks a month to watch Hunter Biden smoke crack in a bathtub and touch his dick. And white Borat goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, You saw that? In, so the whole Rudy Giuliani thing, supposedly uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Cohen had to like, <laughs> had to like, bust in and then be like hey no don't yeah. do this like my wife is or my wife my daughter is too old for you or some sh- or too young for you or how yeah, did you yeah I, don't, I haven't watched it it's they put it up early on prime so when we get done i'm gonna watch it because i, I want to like, see it <laughs> i have a feeling that like it was totally a prank to like I'm going to have her come out to Rudy Giuliani and make him, like, super uncomfortable. But then, like, Rudy Giuliani was into it. And I was like, okay, I need to stop this, like, now. Dude, it's yeah. so funny how many, like, Republicans' careers Borat has ruined. <laughs> just by, like, just by, like, making them, like, suck on fake dicks and, like, jerk off in front of 50. Not even make them. He just, like, goes, hey, how would you stop this? like ISIS terrorists and they're like, I'm going to suck your dick. And then they lose their job and then they're mad at <laughs> like Borat. And it's like, you did that though. Man, we should have Borat talk to the president. That would get him. <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Uh, do you remember when Trump was like, uh, I'm the only person Sasha Baron Cohen's never pranked. I walked out of my Ali G interview, like, the second I realized it was bad. And then Sasha Baron Cohen went on like, he went on some late night show and was like, yeah, I talked to the president for like, I talked to Donald Trump for like two hours. <laughs> he didn't realize <laughs> he was being pranked. Oh shit. So yeah, he, uh, yeah. What else? I like how, uh, I would say that like, I, I just kind of heard about what happened with Rudy Giuliani. And then like the next day, like, clicked on like the internet explorer thing at my work <laughs> computer and it was just like a bunch of like pictures of rudy giuliani looking like shocked <laughs> like rudy giuliani so you know he runs a private security firm giuliani he was like he has like an llc for like a security firm so if you run a security firm you shouldn't be getting tricked by borat i feel like no. that's like a thing <laughs> you should be able to stop <laughs> Borat's a cipher. Like you can't stop the Borat. What's funny is someone on Twitter pointed out, like, um, like if you look at all of his characters, Sasha Baron Cohen has like a very distinct look. Like he's tall as shit. He's skinny. He always still has the Sasha Baron Cohen. Like he has a distinct face, even when he has like a makeup, (laughs) makeup on, or prosthetics, or a wig. Like on that Showtime show, he he still looks like Sasha Baron Cohen. And these people get yeah. pranked by him all the fucking time, and then they're just, like, furious at him, because they're like, how dare you do this to me? It's like, I'm fairly certain if Sasha Baron Cohen came up to me on the street as a character, I could be like, you're Borat. But also, like, I've been, like, obsessed with comedy my whole life, and, like, I've been a fan of his shit since I was, like, fucking ten years old. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani's not a sick fuck like you. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I jerk off in porno theaters like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, you're a monster. 
Uh, yes. So another thing that happened is uh, apparently Trump had like a weird thing with 60 Minutes. Yeah. Uh, where he, was, yeah. he just tweeted like a bunch of weird shit like on like Monday morning that was like, see, this lady wasn't wearing a mask when she interviewed me. And then he was like freaking the fuck out going, we're going to release the interview. And uh, today he did. And I've only seen a few clips of it, but the clips are of him being like, you're being mean to me. You said you were not going to ask me hard questions, and these questions, they're hard. You don't ask Joe Biden hard questions. Why are my questions so hard? And he's like, see, they're bullying me. And it's like, I don't even, just sound like a bitch to me. <laughs> I don't know. Anything to add on to that? It just... <laughs> I think I you got it. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, um, honestly, I don't know. Like, what so, his his plan was there was so poorly thought out. It's like I'm gonna mask shame this lady. Like, dude, you're the guy. You're fucking drunk. Like, what? Well, and then they and had that picture. Person. They had that picture of what's her name, uh, Kayla Nickelnicky or whatever her name is. Kayla Little Here. Nicky, whatever her name is. Kaylee McEnany or Yeah, where she brought out like an infinite size, infinite jest size binder. And they're like, this is Donald Trump's health plan. Look how amazed this journalist is by all he's done for the health in America. And then someone like zoomed in on the page and I'm like, these pages are blank again. And it's just like a <laughs> giant blank. It's like 10,000 pages and like a leather bound like book. And they're all presumably all blank. Because she, she isn't like on the first page. She's no. like 200 pages and it's like. I like to believe that the White House and SNL are just like sharing props at this point. Like. Somebody made a good point on Twitter. It's like they could just like. Print a page that has the letter A printed over uh, I think a thousand times. It'd look more realistic from a distance. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It, it's it's the. Perfect goof. I mean, I like that our White House is in such high spirits that, you know, they're like, hey, reporter, check this out. And there's, it's all just blank. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. So if you're a reporter, why wouldn't you call that out? That's what I was expecting the bombshell to be. Where you're like, you're mean to me. You said my giant book was blank and like she showed <laughs> it to the camera. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously you're an idiot. <laughs> Oh, man, I like the idea of, you know, Trump forcing, like, some of his, like, aides just to be like, hey, uh, take, like, a shitload of printer paper and just staple it together <laughs> and then put, like, a hard bound around it and just have it say Trump's accomplishments. And, like, you know, literally all you have to do is the fucking, all you have to do is the Jack Torrance thing, the... Just type all work and no play. It makes Johnny a dull like a thousand times. Just do the shining thing, or just type like have or, have an intern just sit at a computer and hold like the B key down for like more <laughs> twelve hours. Just take a copy of Infinite Jest and change the cover. Yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> or just pay someone to like do some free verse like and just fucking type away and just make shit up it doesn't matter also why would there be like a hard leather bound copy book of all the things trump's done for healthcare? care the book like why would that even exist 
So he can like hold it. Remember when they would have press conferences where there would be like binders upon binders of just like pages and shit, and they're like, "See, we we are doing research into like whatever the fuck they were talking about that week," and all of those were blank too. Like this is they're just recycling bits at this point. They're running out of fucking shit to do. Do you think like, they know they're gonna lose, so they're just like, fuck it, let's just, like, maybe one of these will, like, like, you know when, like, a basketball team's down, like, 30 points, you're like, fuck it, just shoot threes. We'll cut it, if we can cut it to 10, we might have a chance. (laughs) Do you think that's what they're doing, where they're just like, fuck it, let's, someone's gonna fall for this paper bit (laughs) that we keep doing. I think that. Yeah, I think that they're they're relying on like whatever their hey ma- hail Mary is and like their plans to steal the election. So like at this point they're like, who do I got to like? He's not doing. If he was running like seriously for re-election, there's no way in fucking hell that he would. Like, I mean, he's fucking stupid, but like obviously deciding to not do move forward with negotiations for a stimulus package is the single dumbest fucking thing. So maybe I'm just like fooled by their confidence, <laughs> like oh they know something I don't. Like they're they've got plans to steal this shit in motion already, and they're like, hey. Well, I don't know if you heard, Kenny and Florida, uh, the Proud Boys are uh, have inf- have everyone's voter registration and uh, sent mean emails to the Democrats uh, and. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Iran is part of the Proud Boy Network. So Aren't the emails like, hello, we are the Proud Boys. We have your information. This is real. We are absolutely the Proud Boys. Vote for Trump <laughs> yeah. and we will release your information. Again, this is the real Proud Boys for real. It's <laughs> weird, though, because the email is literally like, we see that you are registered Democrat. Change to Republican, please. <laughs> Which like, you can do and still vote for. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. And is it that they're blaming this on Iran? Supposedly Iran and Russia were involved. Yeah, because Iran would want the guy who killed their top general, Soleimani, to be president again. Yep. They're proud boys. That makes sense. (laughs) They're weird sadomasochists. Their top top general died, and they're like... (laughs) And then America like airdropped a bunch of Gavis, Gavin McGinnis books, and they're like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" This and they threw out their Qurans, and now they just worship <laughs> fucking Gavin McGinnis's autobiography about how he thinks it's hilarious to suck dicks. He has bits in his autobiography about that, by the way. He's like, "Yeah, I sucked a dick as a bit once in college. It was like hilarious, and all the bros laughed." It's like, there's a lot of San Antonio comics that have done that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's a lot of comics in general that have done that. that bit. I think it's like hilarious to be like, wouldn't it be funny if I was, if I was gay? And it's like, not really, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just like be I yourself. guess what? I sucked the dick. And it's like, fun. I don't know, man. Good job. <laughs> Who'd you fucking want? Um, nice to know at least one of us is having a great time. You know. I, I want to cover this story. Um, a school, a high school in uh, Ohio, uh, for extra credit, Ooh, yes. told their kid, told their students to watch uh, PragerU videos. Yeah, it's an extra credit you know. thing, and then write paper, uh, write papers about like the important points in the PragerU videos. 
That's a real university. Yep, it's a real school run by a real man <laughs> who is friends with a real comic named Adam Carolla, who's a real comic and very good and respected by all other comics. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wish I could say this, this is surprising, but I mean, no, this our, is like our when schools I... are, are crumbling. When I uh, when I first heard that, I was like, "This is literally what um, the Cokes do." Prager used a Coke brother thing, right? Uh, Prager used uh, well. I don't know if it's it, it might be funded by Coke. I mean, they they cook a lot of they cook a lot of things. Uh, no, I it, but I mean, it's Dennis Prager, right? And and all of his right wing Nimrods who do videos with him, like Dave Rubin. Ben Shapiro, Candace Ben Elway. Shapiro, Jesse Lee Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Adam Carolla. Yeah. Also Ben Shapiro. Ben, yeah. <laughs> a lot of Ben Shapiro on PragerU. Here's a, uh, here's a statement from the school if you want to hear that real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to get the name of the school right. It looks like Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy school, mommy city schools. <laughs> ah, yes, my favorite town in America, <laughs> mommy city, mommy city Ohio, mommy city USA. <laughs> mommy, C- good morning, mommy city. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy City Schools are aware of the online story published by Huffington Post on October 19th. We would like to clarify the sequence of events and correct uh, impressions <laughs> resulting from the article. Students were offered extra credit assignment intended to challenge their critical thinking skills by examining political cartoons. Students had, student had options and were able to choose from sites presenting liberal, moderate, conservative viewpoints through political cartoons. But that's bullshit, though, because Prager uses just videos of, like, white people talking at screens. I guess there's cartoons yeah. in there, but they're not, like... Yeah, there's literal videos where it's, like... I mean, they'll show you, like, really cheap, like, infographics about why the welfare state is black, is bad for black Americans. Like... Right. But it'll be, like, you know, in, like... You know, stick figure drawings and shit. So you know, it doesn't seem offensive or wrong. It's a cool system. Uh, I definitely know that that's been going on for a while, though. It's not definitely not just at school, but Prager University like sends out packets to yeah. school and shit. So there's lots of places. This is like Even when I was in like sixth grade, I had a science teacher that was like, just so you know, I'm have to teach you the theory of evolution now but between you and me it's fucking bullshit and then like <laughs> spent like five seconds on it and then was like but you know uh god actually created everything this jesus <laughs> like, okay, come on. that's how i learned about that yeah like, i mean like half of like health like teachers and like history teachers are, are fucking coaches who are you know dumb like piles of bricks they're just like walking stereotypes where it's like oh the athlete's like a dumbass or whatever uh there's a lot of those teachers like, just <laughs> wait, wait, wait. there's a lot of those teachers yeah i remember my um 
Our uh, defensive line coach was our health uh, coach, and he taught us <laughs> sex ed. And when the kids said, he uh, when he asked one of the uh, one of the kids asked him, "Is it possible to like when you're having sex with a lady to like pee in her vagina?" And he had to like look it up online. It took like a whole class. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's like, yeah, I was hang- I was like having sex with it. He was lying. He was like this little kid. He was like, he was like fifteen and like three foot seven. He was like this little dorky kid. And he was like, coach, I was having sex with my girlfriend, and I, and I thought I came, but it was just peak, and that happened. And he was like, oh, I don't know. And he had to like Google it. And he was like, just talk amongst yourself while I did like the research, and then we just like fucked off and hung out. <laughs> Yeah, they're I'm, stupid. Teachers are stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's just I'm like a computer in a school, and the principal's just like, "Why are you searching out, searching peeing in in ladies during your health class?" Oh, can you, fuck. Can I, you I, pee I in ladies' vaginas? Search. Oh shit. Oh man, the cops are. Oh man, <laughs> on their way. <laughs> That's like an alert on the computer. It's like, hey, you Google something fucked up. <laughs> But yeah, teachers are, for the most part, pretty stupid. <laughs> no, teachers are I mean, not, not all teachers, right? But like they're okay. So this just this story reminds me of a story that I think I saw like maybe a month ago uh, in Dallas. I think uh, some teacher was like, "Hey, write about uh, someone that you think is." Oh, it was a like hero. a yeah. And they had Kyle Rittenhouse on there. It was like a list. They it was had like Malcolm X, had, Gandhi, yes. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. yeah. It's like one of these is, I don't know. Well, and then, there, and that's the thing with these, like, with with stories like this, or like when Prager you putting out videos like that, they're like, well, we just want to get our side of the discussion out, because they have this fucking talking point that's like, Schools are just Marxists that are brainwashing your kids. And I work at a I work in a public school and I'm the only communist who's trying to turn kids into communists in the whole school. I'm the only one who's like, read this book about communism and I'll buy you a pizza <laughs> to the children. <laughs> uh but Oh pizza Marxism. Right. All the other teachers for the most part are like, you know, very like liberal super conservative or the ones that are like quote unquote left are just like yeah I think healthcare is cool there's no like radical like left teachers besides me I'm the communist that you need to fear Ben Shapiro I'm gonna teach you a kid on Karl Marx I I think my like first interaction with somebody who was like actually a communist was he was a substitute teacher was like my freshman year in high school and like I was just thinking about it because it sounds like a cartoon, but he literally made everybody call him Mr. X, and he was he was a communist. I don't know. What he, might have, he might have just been pranking people, but I don't know. Borat yeah. was your substitute teacher. I got I got Borat. And I'm just like Rudy Giuliani is. No, so that's kind of how. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, that's how I kind of got into like lefty politics. Because I had like a history teacher who was like who kind of just told me about like, you know, the black Panthers. And when we got to like the civil rights stuff was very much like, 
all right, like we can learn this, but this is kind of how it really happened and kind of taught us about, you know, the government. Like I remember that's the, when I was like 16, he's the one who's like, oh yeah, they sent like letters telling uh, Martin Luther King to kill himself because they knew he cheated on his wife. And I was like, well, what the fuck? And he yeah, would like yeah. give me shit to read and. It's badass. Yeah, I was lucky in sort of the same way too. Uh, I had uh, I had this teacher uh, named Mr. Schaefer uh, down in the valley, and like I, I mean, well, like one of the few white people that lives in my hometown. Uh, but apparently, him and his wife, like back in the '60s, they moved down there during you know like the farm workers strikes and stuff, and they moved there like specifically to like help. Uh, those striking families and then they just like ended up staying there uh so they were like you know these like dirty hippies who were you know like activists socialists or whatever uh, they made us they made uh, mr shaper made us watch uh birth of a nation but oh, like cool. because he was like look at this fucked up shit like this is real it's happened and like it's like it exists. Is that the just movie so you know. where like the little girl jumps off a cliff because a black guy touches her? The birth of a nation. Uh, yeah. Like probably. a like a black I mean, kid like touches her and she's like, oh no, and she like kills herself by jumping off a cliff. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, I mean, it's the the film that Woodrow Wilson watched at the White House. Yeah. It's it's weird because all my teachers that like. I remember like kind of being like the lefty ones or the history ones. And it's like, that makes sense. Cause yeah, if I yeah. ever went back to school and finished my degree to teach full time, I wouldn't want to do history just cause that's what interests me. And I feel like if you're legitimately interested in history, you can't not be a leftist because it's so like fucked up when you really like read about shit that happened. Yeah. Uh it's so fucked up. It's impossible to give a shit about history and like be a conservative. Like you can't fucking do it. Yeah. I think for sure. Like one of the people that definitely got me more interested in history and politics, like saying was my high school history teacher, which (laughs) I went to a high school that was uh, like super underfunded. So the city I grew up in Lubbock basically for decades, like, to hide all the pregnant teenagers in the basement of a church and call it a high school. And eventually it got its own building. And if you got like kicked out of every other school or you had been in some sort of legal trouble, you got sent to this high school. It was an alternative high school. And because of that, like nobody paid attention. So our history teacher was this guy who was like still in school getting a doctorate, but he like, I remember one, uh lesson was that he was like, uh, you're in World War II and you have to write an essay on whether or not you would drop the atomic bomb and then like justify your reason. I was like, okay, this is a... Uh... It was interesting. It got me to think about it in a lot more like critical way, I guess. But definitely made me more interested in history and politics. Yeah, but... Back to, like, the kind of, like, Prager U thing. This is, like, what all those, like, conservative, like, Christian kind of, like, uh, right-wing things do. 
Like, they, their goal is to push us into schools. Because as much as they're like, oh, lefties are taking over and they're indoctrinating your kids into thinking communism's good. Um, like, the right's the ones that are doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we lost Amador. Yeah, I think he, he, I think he got too sad thinking about how pregnant he was good. <laughs> Uh, I mean, maybe we'll come, you came back, so let's just talk until he comes back. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, he's back. No, for sure. Oh, we lost you. We were just talking about yeah. how you are Prager you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Many people are saying this all over the internet right now. It's like that video game Among Us. We had to figure out which one was Prager you, and it's Prager you. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Among Us, uh, AOC and Elon Omar are on the Twitch stream instead of giving us COVID relief. <laughs> so they should go to the leftist gulag on Twitter. All right. A little intense, but I mean, they beat the army in streaming, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I don't, I never play that Among Us game, but I don't know. It seemed fun. Yeah. We should do that I'd once you get if I take a, If you guys run it, we should do a stream or something. It's like five bucks. Yeah, let's do a stream and get AOC to be on our stream. <laughs> <laughs> get AOC and the army both to be on our stream. It was, uh, like, it was a headline, too, that came out. Uh, I think that Kaylee McEnany lady was like, uh, she's playing video games with somebody that said, America deserves 9-11. Which is true, because she played with that Hassan Mike who said America deserves 9-11. Hey, hey, those are the things that you can say when you're a himbo, all right? On the Twitch. If you're a Twitch himbo, you can say that America deserves 9-11, and no one will care. I say that all the time, though. How come I'm not yelled at you're, on Twitter? You're a himbo. You just need a Twitch stream, dude. I was going to say, how come I'm not getting yelled at on Twitter? But I got, I'm got i banned from Twitter currently for... <laughs> <laughs> so There was a post where people were like, prayers for Rush Limbaugh. And all these people being like, I'm so sad he's going to die. I grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh. Prayers for your recovery. And I was just like, he's going to die slowly and then go to hell forever. And on, <laughs> I, I mean, I was just like so upset of all these people wishing him well. That like I think it's I should have just like commented on my own feed, but I was just yeah. reading comment after comment of people talking about how good he is, and I was like, your hero's gonna die, and he's gonna fucking go to hell. <laughs> like, <"What's... laughs> oh, that's some news we can cover. He Rush Limbaugh is officially accepting death. Yeah, um, like, yep, I'm dying. I wanted him to deny it and be. Fucking angrily not in acceptance of it, right up until the point of his death. <laughs> so is he still going to do a all show? All we need to do is challenge Mitch McConnell to admit that he's dying too, because um, there his were some pictures hands. on Twitter. Yeah, he has fucking hyper yeah, Palpatine his... hands. <laughs> he has necrosis all over them hands, dude. It's they're Emperor Palpatine hands. After he did like the fucking Force Strike thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking Sith Lord, fucking Mitch McConnell. It's not just his hands, it's fucking lips. Have you seen that picture of his lips? They're just fucking weird and gnarly. What's going on with him? 
Was he like locked in a freezer by accident? <laughs> like a like a episode of Keenan and Kel? Like you just like listen to music and they locked him in a freezer overnight? What happened to him? No idea, but um it might be that uh, you know, the jet fuel that Amy McGrath has been storing away since nine eleven and just like pouring him on his arms while he's, he's sleeping. Just like slowly during the debate, she just like Replacing his water with like jet fuel, he's just going. Ah, oh, this water tastes weird, but <laughs> all right, <laughs> dude. I I was watching the World Series uh, last night, and during the, one of the games, they played a Mitch McConnell like ad. I don't nice. know why it wasn't. I think he just bought national um airtime because he was like the Democrat. Was it just like? Was it just him laughing about? Uh, the COVID death toll? No, it was like... That would have been crazy. <laughs> to me, this is crazier because he was like, the, uh, the Democrats have money from billionaires like Bill Gates and George Soros funding them. We don't have that. The Republicans have you, the people. And it's like... The fuck you talk? You have like nothing but corporations funding you. And he was like, send me $10. It will really help me. Mitch McConnell. Because all these, all these Democrats have George Soros giving up money. It's like your mainstream thing is just saying Alex Jones shit now, huh? Like your mainstream thing is an <laughs> Alex Jones conspiracy. Well, didn't you? Uh, you sent us something about uh, what's his fucking name? Oh yeah, I'm pulling that up. Um, Steve Bannon. Apparently, yes. he said something earlier in the week. I don't know this whole story. He said something earlier in the week that was like a pro Q thing, and people were giving him the benefit the benefit of the doubt and going, "It's a slip of the tongue." These are old people, you know. Maybe they just saw something retweeted and thought, "Like, where are we going? Where are we go all is like a fucking Trump thing." But Steve Bannon was like, he went on a podcast and was like, "No, I believe a lot of what QAnon is." The QAnon's good. good. Yeah, I think we all need to stop, uh, or at least the fucking, not us, but like liberal media needs to stop acting aghast when these guys say this shit. Like, no, the QAnon thing, that's the Republican base. Like, that is the Republican Party now. Stop fucking acting like shock when right-wing yeah. figures are doing it. Like, they're going fully in on it. It's 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 over. They're, they I mean, are now. Yeah, most of those people, their main source of, like news is fox news which is already a bastardization of like reality <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's like if you're like a hardcore you know right winger you go on the internet and then you find all the q shit it's like it's like the majority like i don't know it was a recent poll it was like the ma- majority of republican voters think that like yeah it's plausible that most democrat leadership is like drinking adrenochrome and raping kids and running a sex ring like it's insane that you're still trying to like play this middle ground it's like the democrats suck yeah of course it's like we shouldn't be trying to find a middle ground between like what the democrats are which is like reagan or republicans and like literal people who think that they're like vampires drinking kid blood like that's insane I mean, it's crazy. Like we were just watching the final presidential debate, and this whole time, like Trump has been saying that Biden is a socialist, 
He's literally calling a corporate shill like a socialist. It makes no sense. It like our Overton window of like like what is left and right like politics in our country is so right. like removed from what reality is. Are you it's recording? Crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, podcast fucking ruined by. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What, what well, it's even... it's weird because like you have like the president, even like fucking Rudy Giuliani, and all these freaks. Anytime Fox News is like even slightly like critical of like Trump, then they tweet out like Fox News is not what it used to be. It's fucking corporate sellout, mainstream media, and then they're like, go watch like OAAN or whatever that weird news network is or linked oh, to like yeah. a podcast that's like run by a Nazi and they're just like QAnon's real and it's like <laughs> yeah, when you have like the leader of your party and like the top people in your party going like yeah even your crazy <laughs> like Fox News we're, we're gonna do an episode on them at some point on fucking Roger Rails and the Fox News freaks cause it was like literally created so like like a Watergate didn't happen again. Like it's created to be like an insane thing that like keeps people constantly furious at, you know, Democrats. It's created as like a propaganda thing. And like when you have someone like Donald Trump going like, that's too tame. Go to this like weird blog written by like a guy who has brain damage <laughs> getting kicked in the head by a horse. And it's like, it's... You're sending them to Brendan Schaub's merch site. Yeah, where it is, or samtripoli.org, or whatever fucking weird. <laughs> That's the fucking scary thing. It's just like, yeah, I think, like, watching that presidential debate, like, yeah, the attacks on Biden were the were the same attacks that he would have used on Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, you know, if anything, same, yeah. that just drags, like, that over, like, you were saying, that just drags that Overton window to the right. Joe Biden now is moving to the right. Yeah, I mean, and that's why you see things like Biden going, can you deal, like, I'm not in favor of a good thing. And then he's like, let me tell you all the bad things I love. I love <laughs> drinking frack water. Yeah, and then, Biden, and then Trump's like, no, you don't. He's like, I do, though. <laughs> yeah, they should honestly, like, that would have been, like, the best, like, end cap to the final debate is they both just like make a pact to drink frack water in front of each other. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, then make out for COVID. So let's get into that debate since we're kind of starting on that. Um, this one was boring and bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get into it, do you guys want to say who you think won? If you guys oh. want to declare a winner of the debate. <laughs> the fucking Thursday night football game that was playing on Fox that one because I kept flipping over because I was like this sucks shit yeah <laughs> the fucking uh, shitty Giants and Eagles game won <laughs> none of these two won they're both brain damaged to shit they both I think that, yeah it was painful to watch but I would say if somebody won it was Trump yeah I don't know I'm really cynical but like yeah I think Trump won that debate Trump did get Biden to like talk about his 
points. Like, he just kept getting him to talk about fucking Hunter and shit. <laughs> so I think he won in that respect. Yeah. He also got, like, the last word on every single subject. Like, about midway through the debate, Trump realized, oh, they're not going to just, like, immediately mute my mic. Yeah. So he'd wait for Biden to get done saying what he was saying. And then when the moderator was like, we have, like, two seconds. We need to move on. Trump would just be like, he's a liar. <laughs> Fuck him. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh. The end of every subject ended with Trump having the final word. Yeah, there there was actually a, a clarification on the muting of the mics. And essentially what it was is, like, each person gets their first two minutes to, like, say the thing. And so the other person is muted. But then after that, like, the mics are on the whole time. So, like, yeah, I don't know if Trump realized that. But, uh, yeah, he must have figured it out towards the end because you're right. He was getting all the last words in. Um, and he, like, got to do his thing where he, you know, just keeps talking and talking and the reporter is, like, trying to interrupt. And you're just, like, listening to, like, three voices, like, talk at the same time. So, like, nothing of substance is happening. Uh, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I would say, like, I think Biden probably had the best moments. He definitely had a few moments that were like, yeah, you need to lean into that more. Like, what you said after the first question that, like, they should end the debate here is like, yeah, because the point that Biden needs to hit over and over again is like, oh, 220,000 people are dead. That's the yeah. only point that you need to make. And you need to make that point over and over again. And do. the fact that you just got, like, sidelined, that's okay. Like, yeah. I don't think Trump lost any support. I don't think Biden gained any support. If anything, Biden alienated, again, the his base, which is basically progressives that are, like, begrudgingly, or leftists that are begrudgingly voting for Biden. If anything, he just alienated them. Uh, Trump... Definitely didn't do that. So it's, it's weird. So I was thinking about this, about like the alienating, you know, progressive and like, you know, kind of leftists that were kind of going to vote for amount of harm reduction. I haven't voted yet. Uh, I'm going to for sure vote to just do like the down ballot stuff. But I don't know if I'm going to vote for president. And even if I did, I don't think I'd tell – I think I'd, like, lie to, like, liberals. They're like, who'd you vote for? And I'm like, I didn't vote. Fuck you. Because they've been so shitty and Joe Biden's been so shitty to the left. Like, it's like, even if I voted for you, I would never admit it even for, for you to have a moral victory. And I feel like that would, like, affect me going into the voting thing. Like, looking at it, I'd for sure vote for, you know, down-ballot things and – all that shit, but at the president thing, I think I'd be like, harm reduction, Biden, but then I just remember how just like constantly shitty he is, and go, well, it's impossible for for you to lose by one vote. We're not in a swing state. Fuck you. And I think every time yeah. he opens his mouth, I feel more, more and more alienated by him. I feel, feel more and more alienated by like the fucking... Liberals on Facebook and Twitter who were like, vote for him, he's better than Trump. And then it's like the general who is in charge of killing bin Laden endorses him. And he's like, Amy Coney Barrett's good. It's like he hasn't learned anything. He's getting pushed farther to the right. We're not going to pull him left. And he's not even being like pretending that he gives a shit. He's like openly being like, 
tough shit if you want health care. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't want to fucking vote for you. you. Yeah, that's why I think he definitely lost, because it's like, he has one job to do, and that's just to be like, stay neutral at this point. But he's like, coming out with these, there's like these articles about how he's like, I'm considering Republicans for cabinet positions and Amy Coney Barrett. Like, I'm sure she's a fine person. It's like, it's like, she's not a fine person. She's in a cult. Like, all right, like, fine. Like, so what is it? It's like, what that message you're sending is like, all right, so you're just going to put all the people that enabled Trump for the past four years into cabinet positions and you're like, you're fine with his Supreme Court. Like, if that's the case, then like, you're literally undermining the one argument that you have which is harm reduction real quick uh you want to know who my favorite uh names from that list of uh republic potential republican cabinet members uh on the list for biden were john Kasich <laughs> and the ceo of quibi which like is, which like within hours of like that list coming out like he was like we're not we're we're out of money we're bankrupt we don't exist anymore can we take a moment of silence for Quibi? No, fuck yeah, Quibi. Silence. You know their whole business model, you know the reason why their shows were 11 minutes? It's because uh, that's like a weird loophole where they can like fuck over union rates for like writers and key grips. And it's like literally weird, the dumbest it, business it ex- idea because... Well, it exists he- to fuck over fucking union. It... it it's used to fuck over anyone who's not like Kevin Hart or fucking John Travolta, whoever fucking shithead movie star. They still get their full salary because right. at the end of the day, they're filming like a full movie. It's like 10, 10 minute episodes, which would be like a full movie. But the writers aren't getting paid to write like, you know, hour long episodes. They're getting paid for each 10 minute and the and the grips and all that shit, too. So it was designed just to fuck over the workers. And when they asked, I was reading this interview with that CEO and she's like an old ass lady. And they were like, so why did you make this? And she's like, oh, you know, millennials, they have a short attention span. This is how they consume media now. (laughs) And the person was like, cool. What, what media do you consume? And she's like, I don't, I'm not a fan of media. The only thing I watch is the, (laughs) It's a show about like General Grant on the History Channel. It's like you know who's a fuck like. So it's literally like a thing to fuck over workers. And Joe Biden's like, yes, be in my cabinet, Quibby lady. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it it's like Quibby is just the the newest like avenue of gig economy bullshit that our our yeah. people like our country is so obsessed with. Like you can't gig economy art. Like that's, I mean, I guess to a large extent it is right, but uh, but that level where it's like a production team and like writers, like you can't just fucking. I mean, I guess you can. See, but... it would make sense if you were like giving like no name people opportunities, like how they have those right. like Comedy Central like web series that are like you know fifteen minutes long, and it's just like a group of like up and coming comics from New York or L.A. and they're like. Here's fucking $50,000, film 10 episodes of this thing. Enjoy. But, like, Quibi had, like, huge, they had, like, Christoph Waltz and shit in their, they had, like, Oscar winners in their shows. Yeah. Wasn't, like, Reese Witherspoon? She had, like, a show on there or something? Kevin Hart had a thing. It was, like, 
big movie stars. Yeah. And I'm sure those guys weren't getting paid. Like, I'm sure they were getting paid like what they'd usually get paid. But then everyone else, it, it's a trickle down fucking, <laughs> I don't know. Fucking crazy. Fuck Quibi. Uh, but Jeffrey Katzenberg, who was part of the Quibi thing, uh, is starting a um, subscription-based podcast company with a podcast by David Axelrod. <laughs> What? And uh, Megan Kelly and yeah. So if I mean, if you can't pay for Quibi, pay for a podcast. <laughs> We're gonna be on whatever that is. I'm signing us up. You're gonna have to pay the fucking Disney Ugh. CEO <laughs> fucking a shitload of money to <laughs> listen to our dumb podcast. That's that's Joe Biden's new like stimulus effort. Hey, man, like that's what he's gonna push. To like a Quibi whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the leftists can subscribe to Quibi Podcast. Look, look, Jack, you get free health care, but you have to pay fifty nine ninety nine a month for Quibi. <laughs> Why is my Joe Biden <laughs> Obama? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, these debates were bad. Yeah, uh, Joe Biden did do one thing that impressed me, and then immediately <laughs> I realized, like, oh, that's the bare minimum. Like you could do is like when he was talking about like the Russia stuff and he was like, your pal, Rudy Giuliani. Ah, I shouldn't say that. Actually, I will. And then he said his and then he's like, he's a stooge for Russia. And I was like, oh, good for you, Joe. And I'm like, no, like, yeah, you should call that shit. Call out Rudy Giuliani for being a freak and a pervert. But, like, yeah. I was just impressed that he didn't do that thing he does where he'll, like, start to say something and be like, nah, that's dumb. I'm sorry. Ah, I shouldn't say that. I, I think was just that like, was good for you. I think that, <laughs> yeah, Which I, yeah. I think it was definitely like a scripted line because it's like he's done that so many times that, like, it's like, oh, like, if he was like 20 years younger, like, he would have, like, done the opposite and everyone been like oh fuck biden yeah and like it was supposed to be one of those moments but yeah oh it worked for uh, a second then i realized like oh this is like sad that this is like the minimum for this is like the, that's the minimum amount of fight to have is to just talk shit about the president's creepy lawyer trump, yeah. uh, no, like trump totally won that interaction though at the end by just being like mm -hmm. oh there's a whole bunch of other russia 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 nonsense yeah, I mean, just all this bullshit again, like, yeah, yeah like, okay, like, move on, like, is Russia yeah, interfering like, with our election? Like, Biden said it himself, like, there was things from China, there was things from Iran, there was things from Russia, like, yeah, any fucking country worth their salt that has any sort of intelligence community is interfering in our election to some capacity, but the only important thing is whether or not that influence is, like, negligible or actually influential, which they've not proven. So it's like Republicans are literally putting out fake ballot boxes, like prank people. So it's like, <laughs> is Russia doing that? No, like shut the fuck up about Russia. 220,000 people are dead. That's the only point that you yeah, need to make. Fucking Greg Abbott is like getting rid of like polling places. Is she yet? Yeah. It's just like, then he like closed like every polling place except for like one in Harris County, which is like Houston. Like, yeah. That's fucking insane. Which is it was, like, motherfucker. I think it was to drop off. It was to drop off it's vote drop by off, mail. Yeah. 
ballots, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially. But for Houston, uh, but if it's in Harris County, which is Houston, I don't know how big Harris County is. But like every time I've done like gigs in Houston, it's like cool. I'm in Houston. It takes me like two hours to get fucking to where I'm gonna yeah. go from being in Houston. It's massive. It's a yeah. It it makes no sense. I mean, if you look at the number of polling places that have closed all over the country, like I think Texas is either first or second on the list. Like since I think. Uh, the gutting of the Voting Rights Act by the Supreme Court. I think it's something wild, like 750 polling yeah. sites have been closed in Texas since then. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you all have been, like, looking at any of, like, preliminary results with Texas, but right now I think they were saying that, like, Biden and Trump are actually close. Um, and they were showing that, like, a bunch of young people are showing up to vote. So, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Texas because Texas is always voter suppressed, but it yeah. seems like, uh, some of the work by like different activist groups might be the difference potentially. Uh, I don't know if that'll be enough to win. I, I just think it's going to be the, you know, more Texans are going to be voting than ever, than ever before is Joe, what it looks like. My prediction is Joe Jorgensen's going to win Texas. <laughs> All right, or, you know, you know, the libertarian VP candidate's name is Spike. Fuck yeah. That's His name's awesome. like Spike something. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. They just need to like nominate a candidate named like Rattail Jones next time and just <laughs> fucking like lean all in on like just unhinged. Just, yeah, a guy like, named Rattail Jones. Capitalist shit. Rattail Jones and he's built like one of those 80s Ninja Turtle toys. Just like massive arms, <laughs> big fat body, and he's just going fuck yeah, like pounded beers and scared about roads. Uh, but yeah, so that's the thing that like stuck out to me is that, like that thing to me was like very jarring. The Biden thing, where I was like, and I think you're right. It was like a pre-planned, like a planned out moment, but it was also like. You should be better than that. You're trying to be the president. Like, it shouldn't be a thing where our big moment is you standing up for yourself. Like, it shouldn't fucking be. You've had four yeah. years to do this. The only, aside from, like, the first segment, which was all COVID stuff, um, and aside from that moment, the only other moment that Joe Biden had that I think was good was when they were talking about uh, uh, uh I guess uh, political asylums, asylees, like yeah. that. So they're they're having to be in Mexico, right, to request, you know, entry into the U.S., which is like unprecedented. Like that's never happened before, uh, and that distinction is real. Like that is a real difference that, you know, happened under the Trump administration, and he like rightly called it out. But yeah, I, I, it felt like all of his moments were very like short lived because like. Kenny said, like, now I'm thinking back on it. Yeah, it was like Trump still got to talk a lot and get all his points in. Nonsense as much as they may be, like, I'm the least racist person in this room. But <laughs> he gets which to say like, these things and they let them. Which, by the way, My that ass. made me laugh really hard because it took like a long yeah. pause where he was like, I'm the least racist person in this room because he's before he said I'm the least before he said in the world 
Before he said, I'm the least racist person in the world. But this time he's like in this room because he... Also, like, I was just about to text you guys, like, when they were talking about race. And I was like, literally all you have to do is bring up the Central Park Five. No one's done that. Bring it up. And then Biden did it. And it's like, you need to hammer that home more that he did that. Because Trump just goes over it. You need to be like, you did this fucked up thing. Why did you do this thing? If you're the least racist person in the room, how come you did this racist thing? And then he'll say some shit about the crime bill back to Biden. And then you just have to go, cool, why'd you do this thing? Why did you separate all these kids from their parents? Just hammer them on the fucking shit that he did. But instead, the, the Democrats are so obsessed with politeness that they're just like, you did this fucked up thing. And then they let Trump go, you built the cages, though. They were there in 2014. You built them, and it's like... They need to, like, point out also, too, that, like, obviously there's a logical fallacy in Trump's argument and where he's like, the Obama administration built them. And it's like, yeah, and you, like, use them better than we ever could have. Like, you, <laughs> you still did the thing. Like, just because, like, the previous administration set up the tools, like, if you have a moral objection to it, you're not... You're not like, all right, these cages are here. Let's fill them to the brim with kids. Like, no, yeah. you would have been like, like that. That doesn't like, it, it, it's fucking stupid because Biden like buys into his narrative and then takes the time to defend himself. And it's like, no, like you need to go on the offensive. Like what Travis was saying is like, if they're gonna talk about the crime bill, like, dude, they're criticizing you for concessions that the Democratic Party was making to Republicans, like. Don't forget who the Republicans See, are. And, and Donald Trump called for the Central Park Five to be executed even after they were exonerated. Like, well, and even he, like when yeah. that Netflix thing came out, the, net, the limited series about the Central Park Five, yeah, they asked Trump about it. They were like, hey, so you like, do you regret doing this? And he's like, no, I don't think I was wrong. Like he said that like three years ago, two years ago, whenever that shit was. Yeah. What's crazy too about this about that whole moment is that it's a very, you know, incrementalist like conversation. Because yeah, like the Obama administration did build the cages. And then it's like, yeah, but you filled them up. But it's like all of these like systems need to go. Sure. And 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 I know we all know this, but like it it's wild to me that, you know, like this is where our country's at where it's a very hyper specific like nuance about immigration but like those are all people that are just suffering because you all have like this very minute difference in opinion it's like don't put the fucking kids in the cages it's like but still have you know the detention centers and everything else yeah it sucks it's fucking sucks i, I yeah yeah. Well, here's what like pissed me off because I just watched it on just like you know uh, network TV. I just watched it on like NBC or AB or whatever fucking channel it was on. Right. And when they when it wrapped up, um, they had like what's his name Chuck something the fucking MSNBC guy. Chuck Todd. Yeah, they had Chuck Todd on. And he was like, oh, "Oh, I think Donald Trump did a good job of stopping the bleeding to his reputation tonight. And then it was just like, he hammered his point home about the emails. And I was sitting there and I was like, 
and I had to check Twitter to like, did I like not hear when he said this? When they were like 500 kids, 500 plus kids, don't know where their parents are, and they're locked in cages, and they may never go home again. And Trump just went good. And it's like I didn't like. I was like, maybe he said something else. Like, move on. Maybe I misheard it. But then everyone on Twitter was going like, "Fuck! Did he just say this?" And it's like, the news anchors don't have like no one's going to hold his feet to the fire. That should be the first thing you said is yeah. to just play that back and be like, "Hey, look, we had time to like if as shitty as like fucking Aaron Sorkin or one of those dumb liberal assholes are." If they were writing a TV show about this, like the like a network covering the debate, the second he said that like good thing, they would have cut and it would have been like the characters that run the show being like, isolate that, blah 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 blah. We need that for the, you know what I mean? Like if it if they made a show about someone running a newsroom, and these people are just like, he did a good job of saving his reputation. It's like he said the craziest shit. Yeah, I mean the other thing I just remember that he said about you know. Uh, just like immigrant rights and shit was like, oh, the only ones that like return are the ones with low IQ. Like he just said that like offhand. And yeah, it, it, we just like, like all these things that he does and says that like completely like dehumanizes like whole swaths of people. Like just MSNBC is not concerned with that because MSNBC is fucking obsessed with the Russia thing. So yeah. like, that segment was specifically for Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow like pays a lot of money to these <laughs> to these debate networks to just like, hey, you need to talk about Russia at least for fifteen minutes. And MSNBC is also the one that has like fucking that all fat spooks. little that fat, all the fuck yeah, yeah, all the spooks. But it also has that yeah. fat little asshole who like drugged the woman's drink with like a abortion pill. Good morning. Whoa, what? He's like some Trump like media guy. I don't know his name, but I know the oh, story. Fuck? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like Did he work on Trump's campaign? Yeah, and he's like a fat, fucking gross looking dude. And apparently oh, that's fuck. the thing he did. Like a girl was like, he got a lady pregnant and then he like drugged her drink with like morning after pills. And they have that guy on all the time, and he just fucking lies, and they just go, now, come on, you know that's not true. You know that's not true. And it's like, that's not going to stop them, you dumb assholes. You need to, like... Shit. What happened? Oh, well, you're muted for some reason. I'm muted? Oh, I hear you now. Okay. And Sorry. I don't know. I don't know much about Al Franken's like personal kind of policies. Uh, hold on. Oh. Are we good? It sounds like doo doo. All right, is it better now? I uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know much about Al Franken's like personal politics. Admittedly, I don't think he's like too bad or too awful. But, like, someone like him running against Trump, like, you need someone like that. You need someone like Bernie. Like, to have Biden up there yeah. who's just like, oh, come on, Jack. Leave me alone. My son's good. You can have someone who is like, Al Franken was a professional comedy writer. It would have fucking embarrassed that guy. Yeah, I mean, like, 
I think, yeah, Al Franken would have done well against Trump, but also Bernie is always the guy who has, like, this is the policy thing that I think we should, like, use to fix this thing. And, like, Trump knows how to attack that, but, like, also, I don't know. Like, if you're telling everyone, like, hey, we're going to have health care, like, it's hard to make that guy look bad. Right. Absolutely, uh, Bernie would have been definitely the strongest candidate against Trump. The only problem I ever had with Bernie, and I still, in terms of like how he ran his campaign, is like he does not play offense. So I, I honestly, I, I don't know how he would have done in a debate with Trump because he never got to see that. But he obviously would have been better than Biden, and obviously had policy substance that people were like, I, definitely on board for. I think Bernie would have done better just based on the virtue that he like believes in stuff. And yeah. Joe Biden yeah. doesn't believe in shit. And I think Bernie would have been fed That's up. All the difference. I think Bernie could have, I think Bernie would have gone on the offensive if he was like annoyed enough. But Biden, it's just like, he doesn't believe in the shit he's saying. This is all just like, he's literally Biden. just running off of like, Look, I'm at least I'm not this fucking guy, and it's like you're still bad though. Like if you're president, we're gonna do so many coups because you're gonna fucking. He's already said he's like, yeah, I'm gonna like make the CIA great again. I'm gonna like build up the CIA again. It's like, okay, cool. No one wants that. How about don't? Well, how about give people money and don't make the CIA happen? Abolish them. They've already got him to go like super right. In like terms of China, they're like asking him, "How are you gonna fucking punish China for lying to us about COVID?" Like, mother, like, fuck, man, we're lying about COVID right now. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck do you mean? Of course, China lied about their fucking numbers, but they're like, we're doing the same fucking thing, and we're doing it way right dumber. Now. Yeah, we're the only country that's about to have a third spike. Yeah. Third spike. That's the that's the VP of the. Uh, um, <laughs> the yeah. Get ready for a third spike. <laughs> <laughs> you see Joe Jorgensen walking around with just like the fucking COVID third spike. Just <laughs> uh, also, I it fucking infuriated me that Trump was like, uh, he would have his shit down again. What about all these small businesses? It's like Joe Biden, like. Obviously, that's your fucking chance to say, like, we needed to shut down. That was a responsible thing to do. Your government needed to provide for these small businesses and people who are going to obviously be affected by it. But instead, your small business loans went to companies like Boeing, you fucking moron. Like, you and bailed Quibi. out. Mil- yeah, and Quibi. <laughs> you, you bailed out Wall Street to the tune of trillions of fucking dollars, and you didn't bail out Main Street, and blah, blah, blah. Like, even if you don't believe it, like, Say that shit. That shit lands. Like, what the fuck? You can't find a way to say, hey, the virus is real and we needed to shut down. And Trump's government failed to provide for you during this time. Like, it's like a weird thing. I mean, this is a symptom. Oh, sorry. I know. It's like a weird thing. I was just going to say, I feel like this is almost like a hack, um, like observation at this point. But it very much, but it's true. Like these people are people that have been outright, like been outright, are like I'm influenced by the West Wing, and the 
and just the idea that politics should be civil and this and that. And it's like, cool. Well, it doesn't work when the other side is like Nazis <laughs> and like fucking guys who get pranked by Borat all the time. They're unhinged psychopaths. <laughs> and you're over here going like, I believe that if America can come together, we can beat this thing. And the other guy's like, it's not real. It's not real. It doesn't exist. We already beat it. It's not real. I'm immune. And you're just like, you just need yeah. to fucking have some fucking fight team. You, it's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, essentially, the left of America is being held hostage because I think a lot of us understand that it's like the Democrats are always just the like unwilling fight like the unwilling fighter like they never want to fight the republicans they never want to be on the offensive like none of everything that they do is always just like hey let's maintain this cool party we have right now like nancy pelosi has ice cream like none of it is like actually about like i don't know they, they just suck at pop populist messaging and that's that sucks when you purport to be the party that's supposed to be like diverse and like opening to, you know, like a huge swath of people. Like that's just, I don't know. There's like a weird, well, like bond there. But also always like runs counteractive to your projection of that image as like, we're the party of diversity. And yet you spend 90% of your campaign time placating to Republican white dudes in yeah, suburbs. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. And I don't know how much longer you want to do the debate because I did want to talk a little bit about the Chicago 7 movie a little bit. Um, but I feel like that's that's their thing. They placate to a lot of like the right wing. They're like, see, we're moderate, but then they're like, yeah, we get shit done with like, you know, they did that with gay rights, they did it with civil rights. They're doing it now with fucking Abby Hoffman, where they're like, where they're like, see, these people are, like, I haven't seen the movie yet, but from what I've heard, don't, they acknowledge that Abby Hoffman's like a lefty, right? They acknowledge that Chicago 7's left. But their idea of left is not what it really is, because Abby Hoffman was like a fucking anarcho-communist. There's yeah. no way he was like, I believe in the power of democracy. And I've watched speeches where he starts like that, but then it's just like a but then it's just like then he just like blasts fucking democracy for what it is in America, where he's like, democracy should protect the underdogs and the dissidents, and it shouldn't protect the fucking the rich people. And then you have fucking Aaron Sorkin making this movie that's like has him as Borat as him being like, I think we should just vote. It's like, it's not fucking what, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's the whole, like, uh, it's that, what's that, uh, musician, that folk uh, guy, uh, Phil Oaks. He has that song where it's like, love me. I'm a liberal or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That song, like, I feel like that keeps like happening over and over and over and over again, where it's like, um the left and you know like uh you know minority groups like fucking like do something revolutionary or like gain something and then the liberal shows up and they're just like 
I was for that. It was like, you never did shit. Like well, when Black Lives Matter, it was like a legitimate movement when it started. And now it's fucking white ladies on TikTok pointing, painting the black power fist on their face and like pretending to cry and going like, for fucking, yeah, it's like the, for Trayvon. It's like, go away, go the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I, it, it, it fucking sucks, <laughs> but it, it's, you know, another, you know, whitewashing of, you know, history from what it looks like. I admittedly am, am not too familiar with, I mean, I was familiar with like Bobby Seale being, you know, literally tied down. And yeah, I think that's what most people know about. Also, yeah, I heard they have like a scene where a white lady just like scolds Bobby Seale on like how the Black Panther should operate. Oh shit! I I don't remember. Uh, it's like one but, of Sorkin's like walk and talk things where a white lady's just like walking next to Bobby Seale. I'm like, this is what you need to do instead of scaring people with your blackness and your guns. And it's like, but it's not done in the way like you know in the Malcolm X movie where that white girl goes up to him and she's like, how can I, how can I help? And he goes, you can't. It's right. not done like that. Like apparently. By the end of the scene, Bobby Seale's like, this white lady's right. And it's like, no Black Panther would be like, this like random white girl on the street telling me how to, telling the Black Panthers how to operate is. Like, they didn't even let black people. Yeah, they didn't even let black people, they didn't even let like white people in or help them for like the longest time. Yeah. One thing about the the movie, uh, so I did see it. but I saw it after I listened to the, the episodes from the dollop talking about Abby Hoffman. Uh, and uh, one of the things that they mentioned that I, I think is like important, but like just weird that they would, I don't know. So basically towards the end of the film, like Tom Hayden starts reciting all the like victims of the Vietnam war. Right. Which right? happened. Which yeah. happened, but like the way it actually happened. So in the movie, he's just saying like all these Americans that have died, but like in real life, like he recited like both sides, like victims from both sides. And so, like, like the thing is that Jerry Rubin and um, Abby Hoffman did was they kept bringing out like Viet Cong flags. They did it like a bunch of times. Yeah. 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 So there's like a whole like thing where uh Hoffman's wearing uh an American flag shirt or whatever and did he get like charged with something yeah, for doing for, like, that desecrating or, the some, or fucking some stupid bullshit yeah yeah and his argument was like you know Uncle Sam is Uncle Sam desecrating the flag when he wears <laughs> and then they were like Uncle you know, Sam isn't real or some bullshit yeah, yeah yeah well like none of that is like even mentioned or like you just see him like it, it at it like in a club like in front of a crowd wearing the shirt but there's like no explanation as like i don't know it's you know what's it's weird? weird um so i i i think i know why sorkin didn't put in the viet the vietnam names because he's like a fucking notorious bootlicker he wrote a few good men which has that famous speech of you want me on that wall you need me that fucking you can't handle the truth speech. Yeah. And it's like that's like an iconic speech, but in the play, that guy's 
That character's on trial for war crimes. <laughs> That's what the play is, right? Isn't that what A Few Good Men is? Like, isn't Jack Nicholson on trial for doing, like, fucking war I... crimes? And he's just like, you need me to do war crimes. That's how... I don't know. I've never seen that stupid movie. <laughs> but I but I know it's about... Yeah, because I've had to do that monologue for, like, theater things. But I don't know. Um... They're making a Fred Hampton movie, um, and I'm terrified now what they're going to do to that. Wait, Aaron Sorkin is or someone no, else? someone else is, but I'm still like, okay. terrified about, you know. Uh, yeah. The Get Out guy is playing Bobby Seale. Oh, not Bobby Seale. He's playing Fred Hampton, which I remember when the trailer came out, people on Twitter were like, how dare you cast the British guy to play Fred Hampton? It's like. I don't care, man. I don't think anyone cares. I don't think anyone that really gives a shit about Fred Hampton cares. He's not being British in the movie. <laughs> That'd be yeah, awesome I mean, if they just made him be like, and hey, I was me, Fred Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> On the Black Panthers, I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, it, I don't know. Your your concern is, is placed in the right place, I think. Where, you know, are they going to, like, bastardize, you know, Fred Hampton? Yeah, they're going to make Fred Hampton be some weird, like, Pete Buttigieg guy? Oh, dude, you know what? Like, they're going to make him, like, just, like, a really shitty liberal. Because, like, you know, he was he was all about, you know, like, Rainbow Coalition. Like, so they're going to bastardize the shit out of that. Or they're going like, to make the CIA the good guy, the FBI the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> What if it's what if it's from the FBI's point of view? What if it's just like they're cool and good, and then Fred Hampton <laughs> is just like slipping on banana peels, and like at the end when he dies, it's not that they like shot the place; it's that he like slipped on a banana peel and fell into a bunch of guns, and they just like shot up his house. <laughs> it's like, oops, I guess I'm not being an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. They never let anyone do it, but they should let like lefty directors and writers write movies about our guys. <laughs> yeah, because even that movie, that Dalton Trumbo movie about uh, with uh, Brian Cranston, it was oh, yeah. kind of like it was kind of like neutered and didn't like really dig into like fuck the Red Scare as much as it like. Yeah, like, what wasn't the guy that he's playing, like, a fucking radical? They just, like, make him out to be, like, I don't know. Yeah, I thought Trumbo was, like, an actual, like, card-carrying communist. Yeah, he wrote that book, fucking, what's it called, Johnny Get Your Gun, about, like, the dude who gets his, like, arms and, he gets his, like, his arms and his legs and, like, his eye, and he's just, like, like, in war, he gets, like, all of his limbs blown off and, like, his eyes and his tongue, and he's just kind of, like, trapped in his body it's like this really fucked up like anti-war novel but yeah and in the yeah. movie they make it kind of this like witch hunt thing where he's like why are they accusing me of being a communist i'm not that and then louis ck is a hollywood guy yeah. <laughs> yeah and then louis in it just be like oh geez this is the 40s i'm gonna go jerk off <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking harvey weinstein <laughs> <laughs> what if he came out and was like Borat tricked me too I didn't do nothing <laughs> is he oh, alive great, did he yeah. die did he get Epstein yet Harvey Weinstein 
No, not, I don't think so. But that would be a great like end cap, like after the election, if like a press conference comes on and it's like Giuliani, Harvey Weinstein, fucking Trump, like everyone that's been accused of like, you know, misdeeds, like, you know, they're all holding hands together and they just like say, you know, that they're innocent and that they are all now in coalition and they're all our new president. I think that's what we (laughs) deserve. They're all just running like a charity for powerful men that have been victimized by Borat. Borat. I was pranked by Borat. I did not fucking fourteen year old. What if like the final scene of Borat too, which I'm gonna watch after this, is like he's like his final prank is him going into like a prison cell, putting on a mask of a cop, and then murdering Jeffrey Epstein. And we're like, holy <laughs> shit, Borat! Wow, wow, wow! Look out for Borat three. Like piles of like boxes are full of files like i have all the epstein information while the woo here's really <laughs> he's like the he's like a, he's like the he's like the head spook for like the cia <laughs> just they just send borat to like fucking bolivia to stage a coup watch that's gonna happen borat <laughs> yeah borat is like an op in every single fucking op there ever was in 2020 i i Still think I still believe that Trump is dead and Borat is actually Trump right now. And he's if he wins, like he's gonna fucking take off the Trump mask and then be like, "I'm Borat." And then they'll be like, "Oh wow, the character Borat's not American, and neither are you, Sasha Baron Cohen. So you can't be president." And he's like, "All right." And then he shoots Mike Pence, and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And then he shoots himself, and then they're like, "Nancy Pelosi's president now." Oh no, this was the plan the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) No stimulus. Everyone gets ice cream. And she just mails every American a pint of ice cream. We're just like, thanks, it's melted because of global warming. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we should wrap this up soon. Um, I haven't looked into this, but what's the deal with the Ghislaine Maxwell thing? What's happening with that? Do you guys know, or should we save that for next week once we dig into it? I don't know. Some stuff was uh, unveiled, apparently. That she's innocent. Yeah. It's just she's a, it's just like one of those. It's like the big Kayla McEnany book, and it's like a thousand pages of blank, and then the the last page just says, "Gislaine did nothing wrong," and they're like, "This checks out. Look at all the pages in it. You're free to go." <laughs> yeah I, I don't know the only thing i vaguely saw was that apparently she was uh when she was being like interrogated she was like asking you're gonna have to explain what sex is you're gonna have to explain what a sex toy is like anytime anything sexual would come up like she would just be like what is what, what is dildo <laughs> well, this is the old the Borat. Borat. Oh, well, well, it's like Borat too. <laughs> oh man, what if she sells Chris Tucker out? We don't get Rush Hour Four. Fuck. <laughs> we must protect Chris Tucker at all, at all costs. Yeah, One of my favorite things from the uh, Epstein. Like the people that were in the black, from the people that were in the black book was one of the guys was the dude who created the Simpsons, Matt Groening. 
And he was like, yeah. It was like right when The Simpsons got popular. And like I took a flight on his plane and he just had some like – he just forced some like 16-year-old girl to massage my feet. And he was like, isn't this fucking cool? And I was like, no. And he was like, ah, you're lame. And I never flew on the plane again. But I don't know if I believe that because you were on the Epstein flight. I don't want to believe it because you made Futurama and The Simpsons. But, I mean, you were on the plane. And if we're going to make fun of Chris Tucker for doing it, then we got to make fun of you. I'm yeah. sorry, The Simpsons guy. That's uh, why he knows about all the fucking things that are, he, he's predicting the future, right? Is what everyone's saying. Yeah, because he got the Epstein powers. <laughs> he's an interdimensional uh, child rapist or whatever Alex oh, no. Jones called them. Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy's good. Alex Jones is doing good. <laughs> Man, how what's he gonna do if Trump when if or when Trump loses? What do you think he's gonna do? What do you think all these grifters are gonna do? Do you think they're just gonna keep grifting or you think it's gonna They'll figure out some other alpha brain thing to sell to people? It'll be some other dude. Some other the next Trump, whoever the fuck that is. Yeah, it was Ron Paul in the in the two thousands. Now they're at fucking Donald Trump. So it's the next person is going to be like it's going to be like Stephen Crowder, one of those dickheads. Yeah, my money's on Joe Rogan. Oh, oh, we we should end on that. Actually, Uh, Joe Rogan (laughs) had to shut down his podcast studio. Why our podcast is better than Joe Rogan's? Uh, None of us have gotten COVID. Nope, but. But Jamie, pull it up, Jamie. Uh, Joe Rogan pulling it down. Joe Rogan's right, right on that precipice, man. He's about to fall over. He's about to go like full Trumper, I think. It's kind of like so fucking close. It's just like the slightest nudge. He's it. He's absolutely hanging out with Alex Jones. Like now that he's in town. I know on Infowars, Alex Jones talks all the time. He's like, yeah, I had dinner with Rogan, but also it's like I don't know. Everything you say is a lie, so I don't fucking know if Rogan returns. I have no idea what's going on with that. I hope <laughs> his podcast ends forever. Apparently, he was going to have Kanye West this weekend, so that's not happening now because of <sighs> Jamie getting COVID. This is – I get – I know what this is. This is Joe Rogan trying to sabotage presidential frontrunner Kanye West is – Oh fuck! Because if Kanye went on Joe Rogan, he would have he he will win the election, and then he will make prayer legal again or whatever fucking weird shit he's running on. <laughs> Is that still a thing? Is Kanye West still trying to be president? He literally is putting out ads, and oh, he, I saw his ad. His ads crazy as shit. Yeah, it, it's like all these like <laughs> dweebs saying like I'm voting for Kanye because. He loves God, and I do too. But his shot slick, like one of his like music videos, like it shot yeah. like a Spike Jones directed music video. But it's just people <laughs> going like, Kanye has conservative values, but it looks like a t- 2009 music video. <laughs> yeah, I think he's asking people to write him in, and yeah, he's, he's on the ballot as vice president for some other guy, <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> 
He's <laughs> <laughs> like, some states Kanye's my vice, and other states Kamala's my vice. Remember when Roseanne was going to be the VP for the uh, Green Party? In like was, 20- was she going to run with the Libertarian Party? I thought it was Libertarian Party. She's kind of like... No, it was the Green Party, and then she was a Libertarian, and then she got fired from her own show for being racist about Jews on Twitter. Yeah. And they just killed her off on Roseanne, which is hilarious. She said (laughs) she made some jokes about Jews in ovens or something, and then they were like, oops, okay, well, Roseanne, you died on Roseanne. Now it's just a show about the family dealing with you being dead, which is great. (laughs) They brought back this iconic show, and then she was racist, and they were like, dead? Your character's dead. It's like if Big Bang Theory killed off young Sheldon for <laughs> being a Nazi, which what, he is. What, what if young Sheldon dies in the show Young Sheldon? And it's like a weird, like, well, that, no, this the, wasn't actually a prequel. Did you know the actor who played who plays young Sheldon is literally a Hitler youth? Oh, shit. So they really? could kill him off. One's like, get that news to CBS. <laughs> fucking kill young Sheldon off. It's just gonna be that'd be crazy if they just kept it totally like a sitcom, but it's just young Sheldon's family dealing with the death of young Sheldon, but it's still like a thirty minute sitcom with like bits, but they're just grieving the death of young Sheldon. Just saying, Bazinga in the saddest, saddest <laughs> voice. <laughs> I don't think he says Bazinga in young Sheldon. I don't think he's reached that level of. I don't, I've seen two episodes of Young Sheldon, and they were both of my mom's <laughs> house. So I, I have this in California. Kanye West will appear on the ballot as the VP contender for the American Independent Party. Uh, the guy running for president is Rocky De La Fuente. And oh yeah, that guy. Who's, who's Rocky that De La Fuente? I don't know. He's always running though. I'm gonna fucking Google him. He sounds like a weird, like, 90s... He sounds like a guy that's, like, in, like, a Tony Hawk game. What's his name? Rocky De La Fuente? He sounds yeah. like, one of, like one of those 90s-era, like, Mexican boxers that, like, had a good run. <laughs> Rocky De La Fuente. Rocky De La Fuente. Let's see. When you type Rocky, in, it comes up Rocky the movie, and he's the second one. Rocky De La Fuente is an American businessman and politician. He was a presidential nominee for both the Reform Party and the self-created American Delta Party. Yeah, nice. Remember that movie Delta Force with Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, so in 2016, he ran as the presidential nominee for two different parties? That's what it looks like. God, this guy rules. I like that. Yeah, a lot of, like, third-party people that run, like, in some states, they'll run under, like, different parties and shit. It's weird. Rocky De La Fuente, under his personal life, it says, De La Fuente has five children. He says his goal is to create a political dynasty. So he wants to be the Kennedys, but... He's running out of time. He's old. His son, uh, <laughs> Ricky De La Fuente, ran as a Democrat. And... Yes. 2000 and, uh, 2017 Congressional Special Congressional District Special Edition. That sounds not real. 
<laughs> then he he lost that, and then he ran for uh, Congress in Florida in twenty tw- in twenty eighteen, and he ran for Congress again in twenty twenty, and he lost all the times. He was competing yeah. against his dad in twenty twenty. And they both lost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so go ahead and cast your third-party vote, uh, Travis. Go ahead and and waste your vote on Ricky De La Fuente. His son, uh, in 2020, his son, Rock De La Fuente. Why are they all named after Rock? Why are they all named Rock? (laughs) I don't know. It's like a... Uh, That's a whole name? dumb pile of them. George Foreman named all of his kids some form of George, like Georgie, yeah. Georgina, George Three, Georgia. Yeah, his son Rock ran uh, into the Democratic presidential primaries. Yeah, I was gonna say he was on the ballot when I voted in the primaries. <laughs> They're just showing all the names of the presidential candidates for 2016 so many i just want to read these real quick hillary clinton <laughs> bernie sanders martin o'malley rocky de la fuente willie well <laughs> willie, <laughs> Will- <laughs> willie wilson <laughs> keith keith russell judd <laughs> henry hughes john wolf jr star lock <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> Lawrence Larry Joe Cohen. <laughs> Wait, Cal- his nickname is Larry Joe? His name is Lawrence Larry Joe Cohen. <laughs> Calvis Hawes. James Valentine. John Adams, who is dead. Uh, <laughs> Vermin Supreme. Vermin <laughs> <laughs> <Does it> stop. <laughs> Oh shit, that guy has a Wikipedia page. He looks insane. Vermin Supreme. Oh, Vermin Supreme is the shit, dude. He wears a fucking boot on his head. He's a fucking wizard, too. Like, dude, that guy should run for, on the Libertarian ticket, like, every single time. Like, if ever I have the, like, boiling need to throw my vote away, I will gladly throw it to Vermin Supreme. So here's, like, a cool thing about uh, Vermin Supreme. Shortly before the primary in 2016, he was observed questioning Republican candidates Chris Christie and Ted Cruz through a, through a bullhorn. So he was just screaming at Ted Christie, or he was screaming at Ted Cruz and Chris Christie <laughs> through a bullhorn in 2016. That's pretty cool. I think he has a universal program that everyone should have a pony or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's... They have a whole section of that. This <laughs> Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, he he fucking rules. He he has like the he has the best attitude about the presidential election always. Like it should be like a just a bunch of like a circus of freaks. It said his like, slogan in twenty twenty was in on the joke, so he like gets it. Yeah, he definitely does. Like it. Some of it feels like I, I've watched some of his like uh, I don't know what you call them like appearances in public and like a lot of it feels like performance art, but like he makes points here and there. I can't tell you any of them because that's it's how I know who Bourbon Supreme is because I remember the fucking the weird 
a John McAfee guy was like trying to be the libertarian candidate, and he just got blown out by Vermin Supreme because McAfee's a <laughs> criminal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he dropped out um, in May 2020 after Joe Jurgensen and Spike Cohen got the nomination for the Libertarian Party. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a Joe Jorgensen, a Spike and a Vermin Supreme are all a part of the Libertarian Party. It a makes party. a lot of sense. That's... He got... Oh, he didn't get that much. He got 41 votes in 2008, the New Hampshire primary. He got... 0.2% of the vote, and John McCain got 37. So close. He got close <laughs> to Rudy Giuliani. Ron Oof. God, that's a bad lineup. <laughs> here's, the, here's the 2008 Republican uh, candidates for the primary. John McCain, Mitt Romney, Mike Huckabee, Rudy Giuliani, Ron Paul, Duncan Hunter, who's that guy? Didn't he just get in trouble for... Stealing yeah. money or something. Isn't there like a comedian that has the, the names name, like yeah. just in reverse? Yeah. Hunter Duncan? Every time I see Martin O'Malley's name, I think of Connor O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that guy for president. I'm like, oh, he did it. Doing his weird talk show in the middle of a fucking lake or something. I'm going to write Environment Supreme. I've decided it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I guess we should talk about this. Has anyone voted? I haven't voted yet. I'm I'm afraid I'm going to vote and then just in like a moment of panic vote for Biden and then have to go back and go, I want to rescind my vote, please. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind. Look, I was I, I, I smoked a bunch of Kratom in my car before I voted. I need to change it. Uh, we got our ballots in the mail, but I have not voted yet. What are you probably, thinking, Kenji? I'll probably do that tomorrow. Are you going to vote for Biden, or are you going to... I will probably vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 no, I'll probably vote for Biden, but, like, uh, the last two weeks have been, like, like he's been he's been making the case. Like Biden's been making that case hard for me not to vote for him. So it's hard to say that, but yeah, I would probably vote for Biden. Yeah. I already, you? I already voted. Um I voted for Biden. Uh I also wrote in my ass for sheriff of San Antonio. <laughs> so Oh you didn't vote uh, for that guy that Tim we... Duncan likes? <laughs> yeah, no, I uh fucking the lady that was putting in my ballot in the machine, uh, I'm sure she read that. I hope she did. Um, or yeah. your ass actually becomes the sheriff of San Antonio. You're, you're, you're like, mean, that butthole has to do like press conferences. You're not allowed to talk to your asshole. <laughs> Honestly, it would do a better job than uh, Sheriff My Dad Salazar. Uh, guy fucking blows. Anyway, 
Yeah, so you voted – did you vote for – you voted for Biden just to have, like, harm production or – Um, I don't know. I just voted for him. Um, like, obviously, I don't agree with anything he stands for or represents. And if he dies, I don't care. Um, but, uh, yeah, I voted for the guy. Um. I listened to that TikToker who called me champ. Uh, oh, that. It was like, hey, yeah. champ. That one I sent while you. While you're talking about anarcho-communism, our world is on fire because Cheeto man bad. Dude, that's such like, an annoying, right. like. I am a champ, so I'll, I'll do it. That's such like an annoying argument that all those fucking TikTok idiots have now where they're just being like, sorry, doesn't fit your ideals or your beliefs. To vote for Joe Biden, but people's rights are being, people's rights are being stripped from them. You're being selfish, but they never go like, oh fuck, how do we get here to the point where yeah. people's rights are being stripped? And it's like, yeah. it's not because of my fucking beliefs. It's not because of my values. Yeah. It's because you people are idiot. Like you, you have that mindset where it's like, sorry that you believe in something, but you should just vote for what a shitty way! What a shitty thing to do is just shame someone for having. It gets harder and principles. harder for them to make that fucking argument, though. The more and more that Joe Biden continuously makes concessions to uh, not only uh, the Republican Party but Donald Trump. Right. Uh, when Joe Biden keeps moving to the right on issues because Donald Trump is able to get him to move on those issues, it's like. All right, your argument is becoming less and less relevant. Like, also, what the fuck do you think is going to happen if Joe Biden is not able to actually provide some sort of cohesive alternative to Donald Trump? Like, he's just going to come back, all those fucking MAGA chuds and Nazis that have... Come on, man. You, you, heard, you heard Joe Biden's new program. Like, we're all going to be on Quibi. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Bro, well, just vote for Joe Biden. You'll be on Quibi. Like you might die of cancer, but you'll have Quibi. You're gonna watch an 11 minute Kevin Hart movie. <laughs> so yeah, you can watch, you can watch I, Reese Witherspoon have a golden arm for 11 minutes. Is that Reese Witherspoon in that weird gold arm thing? I, I'm probably confusing the the actor. If we're being honest here, but yeah, there's like some show where someone has a golden arm. Oh yeah, it's really bad. Kitty, I'll send you. Like clip of that. It it seems like a thing you would like. <laughs> Kenny, known liker of bad things. <laughs> I'm trying to remember before we get out of here, who's that guy who said he was gonna fuck um you said he was gonna fuck a mountain. That weird guy who was like running for president. What? For the Green Party in like twenty sixteen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they asked him about like he like climbed Mount Everest and they're like That was the libertarian guy. Yeah, and he was like they asked about climbing Mount Everest, he's like, It's cool, it's like fucking fingering a lady under her fucking dress or something and they were like, What the fuck? <laughs> that was uh Gary Johnson, right? Yeah, he was like, Yeah, climbing mountains like finger Johnson. fucking lady and then, What the fuck are you talking Dude, about? Was Gary like, Johnson Gary Johnson faked having a heart attack from a marijuana cigarette on stage <laughs> live. It was pretty cool. Wait, 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 wasn't he like pro marijuana? Yeah, he's super pro marijuana, but like 
uh, someone brought up like, you know, that you're more likely to, you know, have like, you have a higher chance of cardiac arrest when you smoke weed. You're, you're for legalizing weed. And he just like, he was like, uh, hell yeah, bro. And then he like <laughs> pretended to have a heart attack and just fell off his chair. <laughs> and then just went, excuse me, I gotta go butt fuck the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I haven't voted yet, but I'm going to write in Gary Johnson because I think he's cool. I, I like that he likes weed and his fetish is fucking mountains. Um, I, yeah. I, I, would, I would like to bring up one thing. Yeah, go ahead. The, um, actually, two things. For one, do you guys think that this debate moves the needle at all? No. <laughs> okay. No, absolutely not. Uh, a lot of people have already voted. And <laughs> the thing is, who the fuck is like they keep talking about undecided voters? <laughs> Who the fuck is undecided? Oh, there's one undecided voter, and he is a bird. <laughs> it's like Big Bird from Sesame Street, and he was like, "I don't know who to vote for." And Trump's like, "You'll die if there's windmills," and he was like, "Fuck, guess I'm gonna vote for fucking because I'm gonna vote for Trump. I don't want to die because of a windmill." Dude, Big Bird's gonna fucking vote for Big Cheeto. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah, on no. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Absolutely does not move the needle. A bunch of people already voted, and uh, it is funny that like all the 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 brief kind of like post debate coverage I saw before we started recording was people going like, "It's refreshing that Donald Trump didn't just scream at Joe Biden." It's like he was still as crazy though. <laughs> he still said yeah. all the crazy shit. He got confused when, like, Joe Biden mockingly called him Abraham Lincoln, and then he was like, just to clarify, I said, I'm as good as Abraham Lincoln, not that I am him. And then then Joe Biden was just, like, laughing at him, and I was like, yeah, dude, you're both idiots, but this guy's way stupider than he, like, thought you. Just to clear it up, I'm not Abraham Lincoln. I I, I like that Donald Trump was like, Oh, this guy has fucking dementia. <laughs> this is my moment to see. Like, no, I am not Abraham Lincoln. As you can see, I am Donald Trump. Clearly not Abraham Lincoln. It was the debate we deserved. Honestly, uh, if I was Joe Biden, I think the best strategy would have been to like bail on the debate and just have that fucking Lady Savannah gushed by it. Like, that was the worst thing that could have possibly happened for Trump in a debate. So, like, that, I mean, I think just having a moderator there to question him and, like, not having anybody there for Trump to actively attack uh, makes him look stupider. Uh, So I think Joe Biden should have just bailed on the debate because... I think well that Savannah Guthrie lady asked him she was like hey man so like you retweeted this wild ass shit about like <laughs> Joe Biden trying to kill the SEAL Team Six because Obama because uh, Osama bin Laden's secretly alive and he's like yeah you retweet lots of things it's like that's <laughs> not like an answer to that dude <laughs> yeah I I think that looks worse <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're running a little bit long, so we should wrap this wrap this up. Uh, 
But yeah, this is our first kind of bonus episode. We're going to try to get these out uh, Friday, the end of the week, just kind of recap of what's going on. Keep it loose uh, before, you know, our main episodes. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. And remember, vote for Vermin Supreme. Well, well, we will. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>